welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Nitpicky Norton, the podcast where we criticize everything from A to Z, big and small. We criticize it all. Don't forget, if there's something you'd like to criticize, to send us your suggestions by email at nitpicky, that's N-I-T-P-I-C-K-Y, Norton, N-O-R-T-O-N, at gmail.com. I'm your host, John Norton. No guest with us today, but don't click away just yet. We've got a great one for you folks. Today, we're going to talk about music, but not just any music. The fact that I'm pretty sure nobody actually listened to 80s music. But before we begin, just a quick message from the sponsor of this episode, Audible. Audible is by far one of the best streaming services you can invest in. With Audible, you can just pop in headphones and listen while you're working from home, going to school, or even working out. No longer do you need to sit down to read a book. I personally love Audible, and I've really enjoyed listening to Mark Cuban's How to Win at the Sport of Business, and I've been able to learn a lot about how to succeed in my own life. If you're interested in trying Audible, you can go to audible.com forward slash nitpickynorton to get 10% off of your next order. Now that we're done with that, back to our regularly scheduled content. Thanks again for, to Audible for sponsoring this episode. Now, before we jump into the hole that is 80s music, let's first talk about today's music. And there are three main songs that I want to talk about, you know, that kind of sum up today's music. The first is the song by Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B, WAP, right? Really catchy song, you know, great choreography, super popular dance. It was on the Billboard number one for a pretty long time, um, but you know, it just doesn't have very family-friendly lyrics. And we see this, you know, with a ton of recent songs. Another great example are the, is the new album released by Ariana Grande that includes songs like Positions and 34 Plus 35. Again, catchy beats, easy to listen to. But when you really look at the lyrics, you know, we are seeing things that are not super family-friendly. And these things are obvious. You know, a lot of people have come out and said that they don't support these new artists. They don't like this new music because it's harmful to children. They don't like the content that's being provided to their children. And these songs aren't necessarily targeted to children, but that's who's listening to these songs the most. Another great example of this is the new song just released by Lil Nas X, Call Me By Your Name, right? Where the lyrics themselves are not, the lyrics aren't very bad, but when we're watching the video, right, the, the video is very explicit and there are a lot of you know aspects of that video that parents didn't like for their children to be watching, um, you know, and there are so many of these parents that say that, you know, oh, 40 years ago when we were in the 80s, music was good because music was all clean and music was appropriate for kids to listen to. And, you know, nowadays it, music is just not appropriate for anyone to listen to. And I found this really interesting because when we're looking at this new music, yeah, you know, it's not super appropriate, but is 80s music really much more appropriate? So now let's talk about 80s music. And the first song I want to talk about is Barry Manilow's Copacabana, right? I'm sure we've all heard it before. Great, super catchy rhythm at the Copa, Copacabana, right? It's super catchy. But let's actually look into that song. The song starts off fairly mild with her name was Lola. She was a showgirl with yellow feathers in her hair and her dress cut down to there. She would merengue and do the cha-cha. And while she tried to be a star, Tony always tended bar across the crowded floor. They worked from eight till four. They were young and they had each other who could ask for more. You know, a really wonderful song about this you know, showgirl 
who you know is clearly dating a bartender named Tony. Really great song. But then let's jump to about the third or fourth verse of the song, where it says, her name is Lola. She was a showgirl, but that was 30 years ago when they used to have a show. Now it's disco, but not for Lola. Still in a dress she used to wear, faded feathers in her hair. Her she sights they are so refined and drinks herself half blind. She lost her youth and she lost her Tony. Now she's lost her mind. Barry Manilow wrote a song about a girl drinking herself to death and nobody thought twice about it. Nobody even considered what Barry Manilow was doing. Everyone thought the same thing. This is just an excellent song that we all have the opportunity to listen to. And it opened up a door because I've now realized that it's not that 80s music is more appropriate or that 80s music is cleaner. It's just that 80s music uses more euphemisms and more metaphors to disguise what they're doing and to disguise what they're talking about. Another great example of this is the song by the Carpenters, Afternoon Delight. Right? You don't think about what that song is about. You're like, oh, you know, this is a super fun song. It's, you know... It's like, ooh, yeah, super rhythm, yeah, ex, you know, disco, all that. And then you think about what that song means, right? And you're like, ooh, oh boy. I don't, you know, I don't, <laughs> again, you know, it's not super family friendly. You know, and this is, this, I mean, other people have realized this, right? Like in the hit show Arrested Development, when the dad is singing with one of his nieces, they're doing a duet, Afternoon Delight, and they don't realize what the song is about. And they're you know having a great time doing this duet. And then they realize halfway through what the song is about. And of course, they feel so embarrassed because the song just seems like a super fun, upbeat disco song. But when you really get into it, the song, you know, expresses the same, you know, kind of explicit content that we see in music today. So I think it's really interesting that people criticize this music when really when we go back and we listen to 80s music, we find these same themes. It's just that they're more hidden and you had to look for them. So are there other examples in the media that we have seen where this kind of explicit content has been more apparent and it's been less hidden? Well, of course, we even see that like in movies, right? There are a ton of movies where, you know, things like nudity and violence were hidden when you know in the 80s but now they're very apparent you know pg-13 movies can include nudity and can include you know sexual acts and you know that's just it's different from the 80s it's just less hidden so i think it's really interesting that people criticize the music today when really when we go back and we listen to the music that they were listening to it's the exact same it's the exact same music just with different rhythm all we did was we went from disco to hip-hop or we went from disco to you know pop music but the lyrics stay the same so people who nitpick and people who criticize you know music today should really go back and listen to the music that they were listening to as children and listening to the music you know that they you know quote-unquote love that's you know quote-unquote so clean and you know they should they should realize that the music that they're listening to is really not that different from the music that we're listening to today you know, and that's why I personally believe, you know, it's important if you're going to criticize something, if you're going to nitpick something, do your research, guys. You can't create a podcast about nitpicking things if you haven't done your research. People who want to criticize, people who want to nitpick, people who want to, you know, you know, yammer on about different subjects, they don't do their research. All of these people who are saying that music is so bad today, they haven't done their research to actually go back and look 
at the music that they were listening to to find out how it was different, how it was better, how it was more appropriate. So guys, never forget, if you're going to nitpick something, do your research. Thank you for listening to us today. I've been your host, John Norton. And again, if there's anything that you want to nitpick, don't forget to send us to us at nitpickynorton at gmail.com. Thanks.